Welcome to the GPS Training Podcast, the monthly podcast keeping you up to date with everything in the world of outdoor GPS navigation. Welcome to this month's GPS Training Podcast. It's our 56th episode. This month, I'm again joined by our, my co-host Ian, our South of England trainer. So welcome, Ian, to this month's GPS Training Podcast. Good morning, John. Thank you. And have you been up to much in the last few weeks, Ian? Uh, courses, John. I last know. weekend, I had... <laughs> As I said to the people who came on, I did a SatMap course last Friday and then the weekend did a Garmin course on the South Downs. And I said to them, they made a mistake uh, doing a course with me because as sure as eggs, we've waited, what, 15, 16 months for a course. And what did it do? It rained, winds were appalling and the weather was dreadful, quite frankly. <laughs> The weather hopefully away. the weather hopefully has turned now and summer is on its way. Yeah, right. Yeah. So did uh, you come on a course with me? <laughs> this should be our little thing this year. Let's 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 judge the weather on each of our courses. So when I'm in Scotland next weekend in the uh, in Peebles and the Scottish Borders, the sun will be shining. So if you come on that course with me, brilliant. If you're the following weekend, I think I'm in Thursday. Oh, sorry, the following Thursday and Friday, I'm in the Lake District doing a Garmin course, and then in Northumberland on the Saturday doing a SatMap course. So fingers crossed. Um, that the sun shines, and then I think you're you're in the new forest up in, yeah, am, in two so weeks' time as well. Be, so it'll, it'll be wet, <laughs> <laughs> so as you must be gathered, we've got loads of courses coming up now. It's really good to be back delivering courses. Have a quick look on our website, and please do join us on our course. If you are seeing that a course is booked. Don't be scared of giving us a call because we're, we're actually not limited to numbers as we were in the past. We're actually limited to bubbles. I know the world's gone bubble mad. Um, so if, if, if there is a course that looks fully booked, give me a call and uh, we may be able to squeeze you on because we've got to give bubbles and social distancing. So every course location has a slightly different number. Um, and I know I managed to squeeze some on our Northumberland course because we've got a lot more space up here, but we're kind of restricted in the Lake District and restricted in Scotland. Um, so it is very much a case-by-case case basis if you do fancy joining us uh, please do so yeah you're back up back on with the courses ian and yes. uh, yeah here we go back to normality yes <laughs> yes it was as if i walked into the hall i was saying to you this last week i walked into the hall in clayton on the south downs last friday and it really was bizarre as if nothing had really you know happened which we know has happened uh very sadly over the last 15 16 months it, it's it was most weird very it really good. was very good and a quick update before we push into the podcast about the version 2 topo pro map card i know everybody's been buying the new updated version and something i just we had a quick chat before we came on air it's actually a little bit crisper ian than um than the the previous version i don't know if there's a reason for this but no in the past people have said that the if you did a bird's eye download of the map card it was a little bit clearer yes. crisper than the map card itself uh, the new version 2 is a little bit clearer. Um, I don't know why this is. I don't know. Have you got any ideas, Ian, why this could be an auto? No, none whatsoever. I mean, as we were saying, is it the technology for the newer GPSs? Um, I suppose more uh, units have got larger screens, so maybe they've had to just yeah. up, up the Montana and maybe is is, is needing a bit of, slightly better resolution on it. I'm sure, I'm sure, John, someone out there is going to contact you over it yes. and give you a reason. I'm sure. <laughs> I must say, as a bit of a disclaimer here, we're not we're not talking SatMap Active Twenty um, HD resolution at this point. Um, just a little bit crisper. So uh, yeah, don't don't all rush and buy it and then say it's not much better. It's a little bit better. Um, again, it's not a SatMap Active Twenty crispness as we've seen in there. So a quick of an update with there. 
So, in this month's GPS training podcast, we are um, looking at GPX files. If you're heading away this summer, we're going to discuss some good websites to download .gpx files. Don't worry if GPX doesn't make any sense to you at this moment in time. Ian will tell us what GPX files are and the various options available for them. And then with the recent upsurge of the Garmin GPS Map 65S, it's taken a few months to get traction, but we're really struggling now to keep them in stock. So we're going to discuss why there's been a big upsurge in the Garmin GPS Map 65S. And then we're not having Ian's FAQs this month. We had um, Ian's um, Ask Ian in a couple of weeks ago on, on GPS Training Podcast, which went down very, very well. So what we're going to do in, no, in our normal Ask Ian, we're going to discuss about some changes we've got going forward both within GPS training and also the GPS training podcast. So the first thing on this month's GPS training podcast is a look at GPX files. What are they and where can we get them from? So first of all, Ian, what is a GPX file? So what is it? So it's the, I suppose the way to simplify it, it's the, it's the common um, file format for any uh, digital mapping software and GPS. So no matter what kind of a GPS you own, no matter what kind of dig digital mapping you use, um, the you know it's a bit like a dot doc or a dot PDF. So provided you've got a program or a GPS that can read these GPX files, then um, you can use them on any device and on any um, bit of map planning software. Um, I mean, routes, are, tracks, courses, waypoints, wow. or everything. There are th everything. There are there are three sorts of GPX files. Um, there's a route. So GPX file encompasses all, like the waypoint, track, and route. And then depending what you're planning, recording, wanting to do, the files will then have different bits of information. Mm -hmm. So you've got a waypoint GPX file that will just give you a location, um, whether it be in latitude longitude or british grid but it gives you a location as a position on the ground um a route uh, gpx file will give you this um, as we all know a route is a collection of waypoints added up um, all joined together so it will have all that information of all the waypoints um uh, as that part of the gpx file and a track gpx file is a gpx file that when you've been out and recorded your activity, your GPS records a GPX file, and that records your position, your speed, your elevation, and lots of other data as well. So so, going back to your, your .doc analysis, which is a word file, if people don't know, a yeah. word file could be text, could be um, could be graphics and everything, but it's all saved in that one same format, and you'll open it up in a, in a Word document. Again, a GPX file can be waypoints, tracks, routes, or whatever. It's all just saved as a GPX file. Then when we import it into whatever software it, it is, it will then overlay that on, on the mapping that we've got within there. That's the way it's going to work, isn't it? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Garmin and SatMap, any difference, Ian, between GPX files? No, no, absolutely. You know, they're different. You know, they're totally um, in interchangeable. As, as you know, as I was saying, also with the different, because I know lots of people have different forms of uh, route planning software. Um, if you save it, export files as a GPX file, it'll work in in everything. Um, in fact, one of my one of our customers that was on the SatMap course last week last friday contacted me in the week and said because i was talking to another lady who lived locally in sussex and i was just saying that i've been for a really nice walk on 
across the downs down near Arundel with a friend a couple of weeks ago. And this gentleman who lives up in um, Dennis, Dennis is his name. Um, Dennis asked me um, whether I could send him the, the route of the walk that I did down around the Arundel area on the downs. And so again, you know, I, it's very simple. Again, it's a bit like any any attachment that you you can attach a GPX file to an email. So I, uh, because Dennis had learnt on the SatMap course how to import and export GPX files off his expedition to software. I think it, no, sorry, I think he had the Ordnance Survey software. Anyway, whatever it was, um, you know, I showed him on the course how to do it, and I emailed him the attack. It is a GPX attachment, uh, file attachment uh, to my email and he contacted me again to say thanks very much. It's now in my GPS ready for my walk when we're down in the Arundel area. So I suppose the key thing there is most of us will be using GPX files but not realise they are GPX files. So when we create yes. a route in Garmin Basecamp or Expedition 2 or your OS mm. you just mentioned and we save it, it will be saving it as a GPX file. And um, but most of us think of GPX files as a way we can import, as you did with this with this gentleman, email somebody else a, a GPX files. And therefore, this is why they're quite key going forward is actually this is what we can download from third party websites. So Absolutely. instead of a walking book yeah. in the past, so you get your walking book and you, you read through the instructions. Think of this as a digital walking book, which means you can download the route information onto your computer or directly onto your mobile phone or tablet yeah. to copy it yeah. and transfer Absolutely. that onto your GPS device, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, very good. So websites that we can download the resource. So really think of the website as a walking book. So there's lots of different websites um, that we can we can find these GPX files from. So we'll quickly start off with long distance routes. So we thought we'd cover this really as the start of the walking season lockdowns kind of hopefully coming to the end, um, the middle of uh, uh, this month um, or late this month. So hopefully you can get out and uh, start exploring uh, at least the UK. So. Um, Key websites for downloading GPX files from are, um, and, and you did with a lot with the LDWA website, Ian, didn't you? I know you've, you've worked we extensively did. with that. Yes, yeah, so, so we, so this time last year, as we were all sitting around our houses, um, not going anywhere, um, you and I, we put together the, it's like a, a library of a lot of long distance walks that are now in the online resource on the website. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I mean the the LDWA has, but the thing is though that although they're called the Long Distance Walking Association, you know they have very short walks of you know five six miles. They're not all sort of like two hundred miles or something like the Monarchs Way. That's I think six hundred miles or something. It, it, it's it's uh, you know it's it's a variety of lengths and very well, good. And I'll be very honest good. with you, it's a fantastic directory of of, of trips. Yeah, it it's is. absolutely, it and is. even. I can't even remember how much the membership of LDWA. I think oh. it's worth the membership alone just to have access to their database. It's about twenty pounds a year yeah. or something. I mean, it's really not mm -hmm. a lot of mm -hmm. money, and the resource there is just extraordinary. Really, it's, it's phenomenal, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Of course, there's the National Trail website. If you're doing um, long distance trails, the National Trail website. When you're onto these yeah. website, you just look for GPX downloads. Uh, again. Yeah my experience from doing courses and webinars and stuff just be cautious of the national trail website because there are some real anomalies in there um, i don't know i think i mentioned this in the past now you can download the haven's wall gpx file and it's a routine of 2100 waypoints so, yeah so again um there's not there's not much consistency where i think with the ldwa they kind of know what they're doing and they bring some consistency in there and some quality control maybe uh, so just be careful a little bit the national trail website they should know better but sadly they don't um gps dash routes is a, a very good website for them 
and Saturday Walkers Club. And an old favourite, if you've listened to past podcasts, the Walking Englishman has a really good director yeah. of long-distance yeah. routes. Absolutely, there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. These are all tracks, um, when I say routes, yes, they're, all, they're all tracks. They're, they're all on, um, on there, yeah. yeah. And he's, yeah. Uh, he's a, I say he's been on the podcast in the past, and he's, he's phenomenal um, directories there. Yeah. Um, day walks, Ian, um, which ones do you kind of tend to go over on, on your courses websites that you can download day walks from really uh do harold's uh we use harold street i show people harold street because that's um i think that's quite good because it it shows i mean what i like about harold street is it just shows all these rather um sort of like as well as uh, it's got sort of like a good resource of hills and tops and and um things like that hasn't it, it it's so it is a very good website um but i also actually john and this, I think, is where um, the world has changed so much. So a few years ago, uh, there were very few websites with GPX file downloads on. Um, but if you so last week, I had a lady on my Garmin course from Kent and I just put in into Google. Um, we should say other Internet browsers are available. Um, I just put in the area that she lived in. And it came up with, you know, Kent County Council had had a website of just a whole pile of walks with GPX file, da- download files. And whereas a few years ago, they just didn't exist. Uh, you know, they were just like the really big websites. And, I, you know, that's what I say to people. It's not just the big websites. Just type in where you're going and, and you're probably going to find something now that you could use or probably not or even if you don't use it gives you an idea doesn't it of of where you could walk so yeah it did right that's it you know you kind of you can just google dot gpx devon walks straightforward yeah. as that can't you and, yeah. and you'll find yeah. some websites out there yeah. or alternatively often with a website i always think like a website is like a guidebook you kind of walk a walk in that guidebook and go oh this is a nice guidebook i'm going to walk more of those walks and you kind of end up walking with that guidebook for the next year or year and a half mm-hmm. um so you mm-hmm. kind of so it, it, you know if you find a good resource a, a good website that is quite consistent um you kind of end up uh, yeah walking with it but as you rightly say yeah. you can just go google.gpx um you know wherever south downs and there'll be yeah. walks in and there, come up there. With walks all over the place yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah um we've mentioned the walking englishman's got great day walks and again he's really great day walks he literally go on the website and you say i'm going to the yorkstales and 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 he's put them in in distance uh there walking world is a subscription based um i've not i've not done an awful lot with walking world i know oh. um i don't know if you have Ian or not um no, we don't no. i don't pay for the subscription um walking about GPS dash routes, walking. I'll, I'll list all these in the uh, in the in the notes of the podcast, and then I think the key one is walking Highlands. Um, do you use this as an example when you're in the South Downs and do. you forest? Do. Do everyone, everyone looks at me so. What's he got? What's he got to do? What's <laughs> it got to do with with what's Walk Highlands got to do with the South Downs? And I think it's great, um, simply because so. Um, it does what it says on the tin, John, in as much as it's got lots of GPX files for walks in Scotland, all over, you know, the whole of Scotland. But what it also does, if you sign up to the Walk Highlands newsletter, um, you actually get access to an online 1 to 25,000 map. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think that's, I just think it's great. You know, I mean, or yes, you need to be able to access the internet, which most people can again nowadays because if they're in a bad 
mobile area, reception area, there's Wi-Fi that they will find somewhere or where they're staying. Um, and yeah, you can just plan a walk. And and, and I love it because people go, well, what, what's, what's Walk Island's got to do with where I live in Hampshire? You know, and it's 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 brilliant. It's really good. And on that map as well, within Walk Islands, you can actually you know, create routes as well, create GPX yeah. files we are just talking about. Absolutely. So it's actually some free online route planning software on Walk Islands. Yeah. Um, I must actually throw in at this point, actually, GPS Training are going to be having their own free route planning software in the coming few months. Um, so we are doing something very similar uh, with oh, the developer nice. at the moment. So we're, we're producing some free route planning software very much with the thought of a lot more people now are are planning on iPads or want to plan on iPads. Mm, yeah. Um, a lot more people mm. are paying a subscription to OS and, and these kind of people. Um, so we're going to come along with a free product, um, which is going to be a, a free route planning software, which will be online. And we're thinking very much for that next generation GPS units where people are using, say, Montana 700Is or 66S. Or 66S is really right there where they've yeah. got the Explore app. My idea is that with this free route playing software, we're creating the planet on 1 to 25,000 mapping exporter GPX file onto their tablet and, and via the Explore app transfer that over. So it's, uh, yeah, we're kind of, uh, we're busy developing that it's kind of quite an investment um we're trying to blag a bit of money off people but um yeah i think we've that's all in place now and uh that I, I think it's i think that's very good john because that's what you know i think that is what people want isn't it because yeah. again with the proliferation of tablets and ipads um you know and you've got i mean personally i know we've talked about this in the past the active 20 the sat map version of syncing a GPS with your Expedition 2 account or, um, is significantly easier than the Garmin Explorer app, although the Garmin Explorer app is getting better, um, but it's still, I think, um, I still think it is, it's a lot to ask for a lot of people uh -huh. to get right, personally, it's not, it's not very user-friendly. Um, but yeah, that's that's what people want. Isn't I it? think as well, and for us, when we're when we're selling GPS units or supporting those GPS units, a lot of people are now coming to us and say, "I don't have a laptop, I don't have yeah, a computer, absolutely. I just yeah. have my tablet." And for me, yeah. I kind of say, "Oh well, there's this third party software. There's there's this third party software." And for me, the problem, or, or for us, not me, is, is the business as a whole, is we struggled because actually we then supporting all these different softwares, and and we don't have the the time and the knowledge to do that. So my idea is if we can create one in-house for our customers, some free route planning software, we can do the training videos like people expect from us, we can give you the support and we're supporting our own product. If something goes wrong with our product, we'll we'll repair it. Where actually yeah. we're relying on Walk Islands or from OS yeah. software and this kind of things. Um, that, that's that's my thinking going forward, and and, and um, yeah, hopefully we can. You know a few people will appreciate that we're going well above and beyond what other retailers yeah. and, and trainers are doing. Uh, so that's what we're yeah. hoping to do, which will be yeah, the guys working on it now. So I'm hoping it's going to be this summer sometime, um, and that Very will good. be up and running, and we'll be singing from the rooftops when that gets launched. Hopefully, <laughs> the biggest problem getting too technical with this is the amount of data this has to shift in without getting too nerdy about it but actually if you realize you've got to stream these odin and survey maps for around the country that's a lot of data yeah. transfer that needs to be streamed so that's yeah. our that's our biggest yeah. um hiccup we're working through but i think we're slowly getting there um so yeah we're going to get there in the end so quickly going back to um 
the websites we've mentioned some long distance trails uh, long long distance websites that you can get gpx files we've mentioned some day um walks um websites that we can get day walks from and there's also some cycling so if people are interested in mountain biking i've put in the in the show notes some um some websites where you can get some mountain bike routes for there so if you want to find out more about GPX files and direct links to the websites, please do uh, go to our website. If you actually just go to gpstraining.co.uk, click on the magnifying glass in the top right-hand corner and just type, or type in there GPX. And under page and articles, you'll see an article which, which lists all the websites we've just mentioned in this article. And don't forget, if you do come on one of our two-day Garmin GPS training courses or our SatMap courses, I don't know about you, Ian, but I spend about one and a half to two hours now on the Sunday on, on GPX files and downloading from the internet. I do spend a, a considerable amount of time on it now. I think the thing is, is that if everyone wants to know how to use, you know, how they use, you know, like last weekend, I think on the Garmin course, out of the five uh, people who were on the court, customers on the course, I think at least two of them didn't uh they use the os system instead mm -hmm. and i know certainly on the satmap course there are a couple of customers two out of four um didn't have an expedition to, to account because they used their os subscription they said to me do i need to have expedition two and mm -hmm. the answer is no mm -hmm. i mean you know that uh, expedition two is a little it's a little bit i mean the os is it's a bit basic but it still does mm -hmm. what you want it to do mm -hmm. so you don't have to have um like expedition two and and they say people go away on holiday they want you know you can plan as many thing activities as you like before you go away but then it all becomes weather dependent doesn't exactly. it and how you're feeding on the day so it's just having i mean but i think though john the other thing is that people customers must remember they can still plan walks cycle rides off the screen of a gps yes it's a little more fiddly it takes a little more time but you know you can still do that as well can't, mm -hmm. can't you that's so right you've got all options many options so we do come on our courses i say we spend a good one and a half two hours on gpx files just download them understand what we've downloaded and then we can edit them accordingly and we have to do a master class one and a half hour master class on zoom um, looking at gpx files so just go to our website and click on gps training courses and then webinars and then it's, it's called a master class gpx files and at the moment we just do it for garmin users and um, going forward we may do it for satmap users Next thing on this month's GPS Train podcast is a look at the new kid on the block making some waves, which is the Garmin GPS Map 65S. This was launched in October um, last year, and, and it was really, we kind of had it as the little brother or sister of the 66SR. I don't know if you remember our conversation about this scene. I think we, we discussed it on the podcast in November and December, um, and, and we kind of just, we kind of glossed over it. We did. Yes. And it was quite funny, actually, because to show I do my research before the podcast, when I walked the dog this morning, I actually listened to that podcast. I thought, I'm going to listen to what Ian and I said about the... We discussed the GPS Map 65S, the 66SR, and the Montana. And we were discussing, coming up to Christmas, the new kids on the block, which of those new kids we would have. And literally, we talked about the 65S as for, I don't know, for literally a minute. And I we, championed the 66 SR, John, did, because because I just right. got mine, and you it's did. brilliant. You were, and you were, you championed, and we kind of just discussed it. What we discussed then, it 
people had not listened to that podcast, we discussed actually it was a very similar price than what the 66S was. At the time, the 66S was £450 and the 65S, slightly smaller screen, was the same price because it was a recommended retail price. So we discussed, well, actually, why did we not just get a, a GPS map 66S? And that was the conclusion we kind of came to at that time. Yeah. Now, since then, um, what's happened is, in our world... The 65S has just slumped a little bit in price. So now the 65S with 150K is now coming in at 399, where the 66S is kind of now 450, 475. Prices at the moment are really fluctuating. I don't know if people are aware or not, um, there's a real shortage of stock in, in the world of outdoor GPS units. Um, so prices are going up and down literally on a, on a weekly basis. Um, so just be aware of that. So normally we've always had the 66S at 450, it's actually at 475 at the moment, and we've got none in stock. But anyway, that's another story in its own right. So really now it's £50, um, it's, let's say £50 um, cheaper. So, um, what's the difference between the 66S and the 65S? Um, slightly smaller screen on the 65S, it's a 0.4 of an inch smaller. It's multiband, which means it works on five satellite systems, giving you a little bit more accuracy, but we're only talking half a meter accuracy. And um, it, what else? That's it. Oh, it's got the top active mapping on it, Ian, hasn't it, as well? And also, it's compatible with Garmin Explorer, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. The yeah. Garmin Explorer app. Garmin Explorer app, um, that's the key thing. Is, yeah, so uh, it's still... Yeah, it does what the 66 series does. Yeah. yeah. Compared to the 66R that Ian was talking about, the 66R comes um, with built-in battery as well, um, which is that that's that 35 hours of uh, battery life. Have, have you had much thought since that initial timing or not? Or have you kind of just, are you still, yeah, I don't know. You, you hadn't really supported an awful lot of I've of done absolutely, absolutely nothing mm -hmm. with any customer over the 65S, John. I, I mean, I, I really do do know that. What I find interesting is is that, well, because I suppose of this 66SR shortage at the moment in the world, it seems, with Garmin, um, they, they um, you know, what, 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 what are you selling? as the replacement and it's i'm assuming it must be the 65s is it it or? is but a lot more i think are going um now a lot more events are starting back up again we have an awful lot of customers who are doing not the spine race and these ultra okay. events mm. and when these people sign up to these ultra events they have to have a gps and it's quite yes. amusing really because yeah. actually a lot of them are kicking and squealing because they don't want the GPS units. Because <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. they're all That's their the life. That's point of it almost, isn't it? They, they, they've gone One through the 60 years of their life just using yes. a map and compass. Yeah. <laughs> and suddenly you enter the spine race. So people don't know yeah. oh, that the whole of the Pennine way in one go. Um, and suddenly the, the, the criteria is they get this kit list. We are going to check you've got a GPS unit and you know how to use it. And suddenly they're going to go, I don't want a GPS unit. And they're going to go, you've got to have a GPS unit. Yeah. So they yeah. do to come to us. Kicking his, I've got a really nice story about this actually. A gentleman who's doing the spine race this year, I had loads of phone calls with this gentleman. And he was an ex geography teacher, Ian. Actually, I, I don't need a oh, GPS unit, I've taught people maps all my life, you know, <laughs> and this kind of thing. So, had lots of conversations, lots of conversations. He ended up buying one. And he rang up yesterday and he goes, What a great piece of kit this is. He's actually, he was, he's doing the North Downs way as one of his, his training walks. All oh, right, yeah. I, I put that yeah. onto a GPX file going back to our previous one. And he rang okay. up yesterday going, Brilliant. I can't believe how much quicker I can walk because I'm not getting my map out all the yeah, time. Yeah. And he, he went from a real sceptic yeah. 
to using it. Um, and he's like, he's saying, this is brilliant. And he's brilliant because he had a, a couple of problems. And I was just saying, right, if that happens during the race, you need to do X, Y, and Z. You no, know, he wasn't going, oh, this is, yeah, he, he, he needs to know the answer because if it's two o'clock in the morning, he well, yeah, something. I haven't got time to stand around and work it out. Um, and he's, uh, and therefore, a lot of those people are looking for a little bit more of a compact light GPS units yes, to carry. Yeah. And yeah. The 66S and 66R, we're not talking big units compared to a Montana, but it's that little bit more oh. compact, isn't it? Yes. I, I mean, I, I think so. I suppose if you haven't owned a GPS before, then you know no difference. But I think. And I suppose it again it's down because of the price point of the 65s, John. But I just think it's a bit of a shame that Garmin just haven't given it more of a facelift compared to the old 64s or the 62s. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I know I suppose their point is we give you new technology. Basically, it's all the new technology in an old style yeah. case, isn't Retro, it? Retro. That's the Basically. future, isn't yeah. it? So, yeah. Well, clearly must be. <laughs> Soon we're going to be walking around with uh, mo- mobile phones as like little portable bits of luggage again no it, it's it is just one of those things that it, yeah I, I mean I think the yeah I mean they and the I think the bottom line is is that you know you know and I know that people come on courses and you can have a Montana 700 or a e-trex 32x but really a, lo, a, a lot of people all they want is just a thing that's going to be reliable works and navigates you from point A to point B. Yeah. Uh, and does it, you know, you don't need something that's all singing or dancing at, at the end mm-hmm. of the day, to, do you? But with the 65S, it does give you the, the uh, slightly, um, well, it gives you this interface with the Garmin Explorer app, which is good, because that's obviously the way forward for Garmin. And it's it's got this multi-band satellite system. Um, and I'd be interested to know because we normally with the 66S we sort of say with double A batteries you would get eight to ten hours of battery. Now with the 65S, I don't know if this is a, a better technology or it's just powering that slightly smaller screen. We are getting 15 hours of battery life. I know I went and did a walk and talk with it, and I was out for um, seven seven and a half hours with it. I used 50% of the battery life, and I just had some bog standard double A batteries in. They weren't Enelupa. Mm. They were just some yeah. Energizer batteries. They were, they were mm. capable batteries. As a previous 62S user, Ian, because you had that style of unit for many years, is that a a comparable battery life? Would you have said you got 15 hours of battery life at your 62S, or has there been a battery increase with the 65S? Well, I noticed, because I went from 62S to a 66S, and I noticed that the battery power didn't last half as long in the 66S as the 62S. And... And I think, I mean, I think you could, um, you could probably walk for a good day and a half, I reckon, on a sixty on batteries in a sixty-two S, but you couldn't do that in the sixty-six because it's a just has more functions. I suppose, you know, I mean, as much as we, some people want all this sort of like Bluetooth and the Wi-Fi and all the rest of it, well, which I know obviously the sixty-five S has, but it's it's just though that I think that it's just because it's a smaller unit. Then it is whereas the 66, yeah, 66 though does go through double A batteries quicker. It, so we're really saying you're in a third more battery life. We can say 
10 hours or, or nine hours out of a 66s we're now we're up to those 14 15 hours and yeah. 65 and this is where i think where a lot this is where it's come to the fore with the ultra event runners because actually mm. they change the batteries every time they see their kit bag but they just like that extra and hopefully they see the kit bags every eight hours but they like that extra leeway of i've got an extra five hours of battery yeah. life just in yeah. case something happens um mm. and, and they're out and about so it just gives them yeah, of course, every saying, well, they could just be carrying two extra AA batteries, which they could do, and they should be. Um, but yeah. it just gives them that bit of extra yeah. a, um, extra going for it. So interesting that you're saying with your older one, you were getting yeah. a comparable battery as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was it, it was quite noticeable when I got the 66, just how, how, how much less battery time the unit gave me compared to my old GPS, definitely. And therefore, it just makes you realise what a stunning piece of kit then the 66 yeah. sr is with that larger screen built-in battery and 36 hours of mm. battery life that just brings the whole thing into context because actually you know we lost battery life with the 66 s and then with this built-in battery we've oh. times that by three point something and you can yeah. go that's the yeah. uh, i quite a few months ago i had a customer say to me how, how long does it take to charge from flat a 66 sr oh absolutely no idea because every time you and you see that's the other thing about that gps is that every time you plug it into the laptop it gets a little top up doesn't it <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah. So, no, yeah so i think the 65 s is you know it is a good it's a good um gps isn't it for for all those reasons we've discussed. Yeah, I did I did that recent walk and talk. I've been to these walk and talks. I did a walk and talk with that 65S, and I'll be honest with you, I can I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. I really enjoyed mm. um the the yeah, I really enjoyed the performance of it, the accuracy of it. And mm. it was a if people mm. watch it, it was a shocking day. It was this horrible, wet, miserable day, and I did this 19-mile walk along section of St. Oswald's Way. It's really quite funny that Ian, because I was I would, see the previous one I'd I'd been up in the Chevies to when I did the walk and talk with the Oregon. Mm. And when I came back down, there was just too many people. Do you know? I just went, I'm I'm Maybe I'm a bit of a turn into a bit of a humbug in my old age. I went, oh, this is going to be too busy. So my next walk, I thought, well, where will nobody be walking? I thought the long distance trails, because actually at the time the accommodation wasn't open. So I then said to Jamie, I said, can you run me out to the Northumberland coast? I'll walk back because I hopefully won't see anybody during that walk. And, and I didn't, thankfully. And I th my fear was if I went into the hills, there'll be throngs full of people kind of uh... John people about people are able to go to shops now well they are that's I know what like, you're right that's the difference it is <laughs> it is yeah, we, we went for a lovely walk back in February locally in this village down uh, in the Sussex countryside it's a beautiful walk and it was like a motorway of people on a Sunday afternoon I bet if I go there tomorrow afternoon went there tomorrow afternoon there'd be about three people walk, walking because they're all in shops. Exactly. Joe, you're yeah. dead right. Joe, you're exactly right. They're all back now shopping. I've forgotten yeah. about the uh, the fitness drive and <laughs> they're all yeah, absolutely normality. Sitting around in bars and restaurants and shops. That's what we're oh. going to be doing. So yeah, it's going back to the 65s. I think it's it's it is recently it's really coming to the fore. Um, again, the 66SR has been massive. I go back to this lack of stock. There's been a real lack of stock of the 66SR. You know, literally, we've got 30 in that have sold straight away. Um, so again, if you are wanting a unit that's out of stock, just put your email address into our website. When it comes back into stock, we'll drop you a quick email, and then you can grab one if you want one. If you want to find out more about the Garmin GPS Map 65S, just go to our website, which is gpstraining.co.uk. Click on GPS Store on the top menu bar, then Handheld GPS Units, and you'll see both the GPS Map 65 
and the 65S. Uh, just to clarify what the difference is, the 65 does not have the barometric altimeter and doesn't have the electronic compass. And I think you'll agree, Ian, it's worth paying that little bit of extra money for the at least the electronic compass, isn't it, I think? Oh, absolutely, yes, yes, without so. a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. And, and just thinking forward as well, which kind of moves on to the next story, we're actually going to do a full online resource for the Garmin GPS Map 65S. So they're going to do a full set of training videos for it, because a lot of them have been using the 64S ones, because yes. it's very yeah. similar. Yeah. But I think we've been selling so many of them recently, it's kind of now at a stage where we're going to invest the time and the money into... Mm. Um, the the relevant 50 training videos yes. which is what we give for all the other units uh, and, and i think really john the 64s i can't remember the last time anyone turned up on a course with well, it's quite nice for the online resource because actually we're updating the new way of doing things we've learned over the years. So the 64S yeah. was one of the first yeah. ones we did, yeah. and and the newer ones have got like 50 plus videos, um, and we're yeah. going to give rightly give the 65S that treatment in yes. the in the online yeah. training. Yeah. Next thing on this month's GPS train podcast is Ian's FAQs. Well, Ian's FAQs are the big difference. No FAQs. <laughs> so, so after the last podcast, which was Ask Ian, uh, we, you got all your FAQs out of the way. So We certainly did. Yeah, so we had really good feedback on that as well. So, yeah, thank you for doing that, good. Ian, and answering good. all those questions. So just give a quick bit, a quick a, a update of what's happening here at GPS Training and what we'll be changing going forward. So currently... Um, Ian doesn't answer your questions. Uh, you've sadly got myself answering your technical questions. Uh, with Ian's support, if needed be by myself, he often gets the odd phone call. So, yeah, poor customers. And, uh, yeah, I'm feeling sorry for you at the moment to having me supporting you. So, again, if you if you bought a unit from us, if you're one of our support packages, you will be getting replies from me um, trying to answer your questions. Um, so, thankfully, this is just going to be for another two weeks. Because uh, in two weeks... Um, yeah, the customers will, and, and my sanity will, will slowly be restored um, because we've got a new member or an old member of staff coming back That's to GPS train. Old member's been re kind of. If people have been watching the videos in the online resource, you know our good friend Andy uh, does Andy the videos. Training. Andy from GPS training. <laughs> does our videos. Andy, you may remember from the podcast, um, I think, is it three years? Ian, you've been doing the podcast, yeah, is it? Or yeah, two? yeah. Is it? I think it was We're looking years. blankly at each other now. Yeah, it's I, think be... it, I mean, it was a long old time ago. Yeah. Now. So many years ago, Andy worked full-time for GPS training. He then went off, and uh, I think he, yeah, he, he's always wanted to come back to GPS training. And with the massive growth we've had in sales and training, and we, I, I say this whole heart, we've had a phenomenal last uh, year. I know people say we've had a lockdown. We've seen massive growth in sales. And I always said, Andy... We could bring Andy back if, if we could afford uh, to, so him to do totally technical support and work on the online resource and be that supporting thing. And that's exactly what's happening. So Andy's coming back, um, uh, yeah, two weeks' time. And uh, he'll be doing all the technical support. He's doing all the videos for the online resource. He's updating the online resource, which is a big click platform of there. And he's also going to be starting to deliver GPS training courses. Initially, um, he's you'll see him on the north of England courses, Peak District, uh, Northumberland, Lake District, and potentially the Scottish Borders. But I know he is joining you in a few weeks' time, Ian, in Northamptonshire, isn't he? He is, yes. yes. So, Remind him what he missed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite looking forward to him. He'll come take back. It, and, you can take it whatever way you want, John. <laughs> he's, yeah, I think he... Andy's a real diplomat. I'm actually, we'll have to, 
I think he does listen to the podcast, but I'm quite interested in his thoughts on when he, he sits with the course with John and ma- myself, sorry, and he, he sits with the course with Ian and comes back, he'll go, boy, John knows nothing compared to Ian or whatever. Well, I, think I don't he, know about <laughs> that. <laughs> he'll, uh, he'll, it'd be quite interesting to see what he, he comes back. We back. have our own styles. <laughs> yes. So you'll see that if you're on a course in the next um, the next month, he's actually piggybacking on the back of Garmin courses, both I'm delivering SatMap courses, Ian and myself are delivering. So he'll see him um, helping as we get him back up to speed uh, to Stutley Hope uh, delivering courses and again talk about the online resource um, which is our training platform now there's things like since that was originally done or the SatMap Active 20 um, SatMap seems to keep changing their screen so it, and, and things like I think the online resource says your yeah, expedition two free for a year Ian those yeah, days have long gone well it's not only that but your online resource has got the it's got the beta version of expedition two yes yeah yeah at the top that i know people do very Comments diligently point out to yeah. us i mean it's the same it's exactly the same but it, it yeah absolutely yeah so he's going to be coming back into uh delivering those um training courses working the online resource and this kind of thing and also um well, I hope, well, it's not hope. He will be bringing some technical insight into the GPS Train podcast. The GPS Train podcast is going to stay the same way. So Ian is still going to be the co-presenter because we like his wit and humour. <laughs> a grumpy moan for now. <laughs> <laughs> but then we'll bring Andy in if there's a new product or there's some really quite technical um, side of that. So we thought we'll bring Ian yeah. in. Uh, sorry, bring Andy in for that. Sorry, if he's been working on a problem with customers, he can come in and give us the go give you guys the solution to that. So then that moves into Ian's FAQs. Ian's FAQs then is going to be scrapped and we're going to have instead Ask Ian. Fantastic. <laughs> I think it's good, John, because I think it puts the onus on the customer yep. and also it encourages people to listen to the podcast as to whether their questions will be answered or not. Um, because we're not. my understanding is, is we're not going to be doing every question, are we? It's, we're, going to, we're going to randomly select... A couple of questions, two or three questions, I think. Oh, oh, that exactly that? right. Wow. So yeah. even if you've not bought your yeah. GPS unit from us or or whatever the question is related to GPS unit, route planning software, that kind of thing, you can email in your question and it will be sent to askian at gpstraining.co.uk. So it's a very nice one. It's askian at gpstraining.co.uk. And just email that to Ian. Ian over the month will peruse that periodically, pick out a few questions, um, you can choose them in totally um the ones that you wish to do and then you will you will um impress us all with your wisdom and knowledge on this this is when i can give the short answer when the question is can i do this no right okay next 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 question no i think i mean i think what i would like to do john is you know i think we should have a try and get a good representative range of of queries um and i'll you know hopefully some that necessarily people wouldn't find in say elsewhere Mm -hmm. because i think because one of the comments from which i thought was an interesting comment so one of the customers that came on our courses last weekend um he said to me that coming on the course give has gave him answers to things he just he he knows he just couldn't find on the internet Mm -hmm. uh, to give him an answer or if he did it would have taken him hours to find it so, you know, so, so I'm not going to, yeah, I mean, let's see how many questions we get, but I think we, I need to try and find the more, we need to do the more out of the way kind of 
queries as opposed to, you know, things that could be readily available. And I think over time you will have to do more of those because actually I think you're going to get a lot of the same questions and therefore you kind of go, well, I'll answer that question you know, three yeah. months ago, six months ago. Yeah, going forward, it's, it's going to be that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be our little column going forward, which is going to be Ask Ian. So if you have any questions that you want answering in next month's podcast, please just email your question to askian at gpstraining.co.uk. And John, I would just like to add, it is just on GPSs as well. <laughs> <laughs> or route playing software <laughs> that's, that's nicely that's, that's yes. nicely clarified Ian that it can't be on anything I'm going on my holidays to Istanbul yeah. can you recommend a yeah. nice hotel when I'm in Istanbul <laughs> do you remember that on Saturday nights there used to be that TV it was an, it, it was an American drama called Midnight Caller. Do you, do you, do you remember that? I don't that? remember that, Ian. No, no you don't. It's oh. before my times, I think. He's <laughs> showing <laughs> your age now. <laughs> Go on, then. Well, tell me about it. You can't just... Well, Midnight Caller, what was, was that about? I then? mean, as far as I remember, it was this sort of like... Um, this, this, he was a news... He, he, it, he was a chat show host or something like that. And people... And then, you know, halfway through, someone would phone in reporting a big crime and then it will get investigated it was it was something like that and we're certainly not going to become um agony aunts either are we, John? <laughs> <laughs> so it's quite funny you say this because lynn in our office says you know what john she says, john you said you've got so much patience have you ever thought of being a therapist she says this a number of times to me she says you should go into therapy you know john you know when you speak what, on the phone for yourself or, or, no for, or, for or, customers <laughs> i sit there on the phone right. and, and go through their problems with not their problems their gps problems with them and my calm and methodical way, you see. So you should be a therapist, you know. So, uh, yeah. so, so asking is not a therapy question. It's not basically your mental state. It's your technical yeah. um, GPS yes. and route planning software. And finally, many thanks for listening to this month's GPS training podcast. If there's any subjects you'd like to cover in future podcasts, please do get in touch. Just ask us anything relating to GPS usage um, and questions there, and we can, there might be a subject that we can cover them. Please do give us a call, especially if you're thinking about buying a new outdoor GPS unit. And please do take a look at both our physical GPS training courses and our webinars. Just go to our website which is gpstraining.co.uk, and click on GPS Training Courses. Please do tell a friend about the GPS Training Podcast and encourage them to subscribe on whichever platform they are listening to. And if you can give a five-star rating on iTunes or whatever platform you listen to, it would be very much appreciated. And if you can add that with a little bit of a snazzy review, that will help us also. So many thanks, Ian, for joining me this for this month's gps i'm just going to say actually people don't realize it's actually saturday morning Ian. this is it diligence is. for us isn't it we've had such a busy few weeks yes. um, the only slot in our diary was yeah. we'll, we'll meet at nine o'clock saturday, on a saturday, saturday morning, morning um, yes. to record the podcast and then on the bank holiday weekend yours truly will edit it and Fantastic. then it will arrive on the first for everybody to listen to and uh yeah that's that's diligence ian's smiling as yeah, diligence ian's Dedication. gonna run into the garden yeah. at this point yeah, um, <laughs> 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 yeah that, don't blame you Ian and I will yes. uh, I'm going to run up the coast to uh, yes. Berwick upon going shopping, I'm going to go... see, that's what people are doing they're not <laughs> <walking>. <laughs> shopping <laughs> uh, not very not proper shopping is it really a bit of a <laughs> bit of proper shopping then heading out on the yeah. onto the Northumberland coast uh, and enjoying the sunshine for the bank holiday Saturday good so thank you very much Ian for joining me on this GPS training podcast and have a good month whatever you guys are doing thank you 
Thanks for listening to the GPS Training Podcast, the monthly podcast keeping you up to date with everything in the world of outdoor GPS navigation. Oh, 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 oh